Welcome to Vision is More Than 2020, a podcast aimed at talking about your vision, your eyes, and how they play a role in overall visual and systemic function. Dr. Zolnicki and Lakowski, with the help of various guests, will work to help you understand more about your visual system and all the pieces to the vision puzzle. Hi, listeners. Welcome to this week's episode of Vision is More Than 2020. Today's episode is going to be a Dr. Z and Dr. L episode, and we are going to be talking a little bit about sports vision evaluations and what that means and all the skills that are assessed in those and and what skills really are important for many athletes out there playing sports. And first, for our weekly insights, we just want to talk a little bit about organization in the new year. Uh, I think it's, you know, a great time to kick off ways just to organize yourself and try to streamline yourself. And then the goal is to carry those forward throughout the year. Uh, And my big tip is I went through and unsubscribed from so many emails. I was getting inundated with like hundreds and hundreds of emails in a day. And if I don't check my emails for a day, it's just impossible to keep up with. And a lot of it is just really unimportant information. A lot of it's, you know, shopping online. And then I just, you know, I sign up to get a coupon code and I'm forever locked into these emails every day. So I spent time and I just really went through and cleaned everything up and unsubscribe from the things that just really weren't important to my daily life, and it was such a game changer. And my goal is to really keep this moving going forward. I love that tip. You know, I had done that a few years ago, and then it just got out of hand again. And I feel like once you lose the the steam of staying on top of it, it just gets out of hand so quickly, which is why I have like 20,000 emails currently in my inbox, which makes me crazy. But I'm just haven't made the time to sit down to unsubscribe, which I need to do. And I think that this is also a good lesson to also get rid of things that are distracting from your time that aren't actually benefiting your life. You know, we only have so much time in a day and so much energy in our day. And my husband always says this to me. He's like, why are you spending time talking to X, Y, and Z or concerned about someone's emotions that have no impact on you? And it's a really good lesson to just unsubscribe to the things that don't actually bring you any benefit. So not only from your inbox, but also your life. And that's a really good lesson for this week's weekly insight. Kick off what is entailed in a sports vision evaluation, a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Brunel. They are our go-to company for our vision therapy products we use in our office. For more than 60 years, Brunel has served the eye care community by developing and marketing unique and necessary solutions for doctors to help their patients reach their maximum visual potential. They offer over 2,000 products to meet the primary care and vision testing needs of their customers. They offer the largest line of vision therapy, visual rehabilitation, and behavioral optometry products in the world. They want to help doctors help their patients, especially in these uncertain times. Doctors can contact Burnell for all of their remote vision therapy needs. Give them a call or visit their website, www.burnell.com, to discuss the possibilities and see their monthly specials. Burnell wants to interact with you. Make sure you join the conversation on their social media. Build up your order and save. Our listeners can use promo code ZLP. OD2020 to receive free shipping on orders within the U.S. over $199. Again, use our promo code ZLPOD2020 to receive free shipping. Okay, welcome back, guys. Let's talk about what is a sports vision evaluation. One of the very first podcast episodes, we talked about what a vision therapy evaluation was, and it was actually one of our most popular episodes. They hear vision therapy evaluation, and I don't necessarily know what that means. And 
I feel like that is the same thing with sports vision evaluations. A lot of people think, well, I see clearly, especially athletes, I see clearly my vision is fine. And we really want to delve into what does a sports vision evaluation entail? Why should all athletes get a sports vision evaluation? And we're going to cover nine to 10 different areas that doctors that go into sports and sports vision enhancement, what they actually look at and where they, how they baseline you and how they can kind of track your progress. So it's a really in-depth evaluation. It is not a quick 15-minute exam that some people are used to. So I'm going to kick it off with the very first step in vision, which is visual acuity. Now, the first thing that, like I said, the first thing that we're going to talk about is the thing that every eye exam starts with, right? So it starts out pretty normal, just like a regular eye doctor. But the thing that separates a sports vision evaluation is the doctor is not just going to look at if you can see clearly on a black and white target. That is what we call static (laughs) visual acuity, where we are, have you sit in a chair, cover an eye, and see if what letter and how small you can see. Now that's really important because it gives us a good indication of how clearly you see, if you need glasses, if you don't need glasses. But what it doesn't tell you is how well you can see while you're moving. And every sport, you're moving. And we need to assess your vision while your body is moving, while your head is moving. And that's called dynamic visual acuity. And that really sets an athlete apart because if they're seeing... 2020 statically, but then when they start to move, their visual acuity degrades to say 2030 or 2025, that little slip in their system may have a negative effect on their play. So it's really, really important that we understand how the athlete is seeing in all different scenarios. The next thing that's like that in an evaluation is your binocularity. And this essentially means your eye teaming ability uh, because we are two-eyed beings, our two eyes have to work together really well. That means that they have to diverge or turn out together or conversely converge and turn in together. And an athlete really needs these skills to not only be intact, but to be very flexible for them. Because when you think about most sports, it really involves, you know, switching that eye teaming ability from up close to far away very frequently throughout games. So they have to really be able to adjust those eyes quickly uh, between distance and near and appropriately. And this binocularity ability really lays the groundwork for good depth perception, or we call that stereo acuity during our evaluation. Uh, So that's something that's always checked too, where we look at essentially what your 3D vision is like and what level you can get down to with your 3D vision. And this is a really crucial skill for athletes because they're playing in a 3D world and they have to be able to see the players in front of them and and judge that depth appropriately. They have to be able to see the balls or targets that they're working with in depth appropriately to be able to then have that proper motor response to where they think they see things are in space. Yeah, I had this really great experience in optometry school where I went with one of the doctors up to Syracuse University to a baseball showcase. And we got to have the 100 
top prospects of high school baseball players and do all of these different visual techniques on them. And one way that we we checked their depth perception the traditional way, but then we actually got them out in real space and we use something called a Brock string. And it's a simple string with three balls and it is by far my favorite thing to do in, in vision therapy and as an assessment tool. And what we were doing with the baseball players, we actually had them in their hitting stands and we had them tell us where they saw the ball and we could tell what players were good hitters and which ones weren't because if there was any slip in their binocularity and how they were gauging space, they often were struggling with their hitting. So for example, we had them look at the ball on the string and one player said, the string is meeting in front of the ball by about 12 inches. So what that translate in, into in real space was that he was seeing the ball closer than it actually was. So he was swinging early every single time. And now with baseball, you only have, I think it takes less than a half a second. I think it's like 0.43 seconds to get from the pitcher's hand throwing a 90 mile an hour fastball to the plate. So you don't have any time for any slips in your system. And that player was like, how do you know that I'm early on all these pitches? And we said, well, your depth perception is off and where you are seeing where you're visually seeing something and where it actually is, is two different places. And his mind was blown. And that's a really good gauge in action, depth perception. And when we're evaluating athletes, we put them in their different sports situations to understand how they're using their eyes. So that one is such a critical one. As you said, Dr. L, depth perception is sort of everything when it comes to sports, because it really lays the foundation for everything else for an athlete to be successful. So it was, it was a really cool thing to do. The next area that we look at is accommodation or focusing. Now, focusing muscle, I like to ache in it, especially to athletes like a bicep muscle. It has to contract and release whenever we switch our focus from distance to near. So we need to make sure that that focusing muscle is able to quickly change from distance to near and do that accurately. So that one is really closely intertwined with that binocularity piece and something that we have to look into to make sure that it's functioning well for the athlete. And then the next thing that's commonly looked at in a sports vision evaluation are ocular motor skills. And these skills are really made up of three main eye movements. The first being fixation, which means being able to hold your fixation uh, on the target and keep it steady. And then the next eye movement we look at are your saccades, which are essentially like your scanning jumping eye movements, so your ability to jump between targets accurately. And then the last area are your pursuits, which is your ability to smoothly follow targets. So as you can tell from my description, these are three really important eye movements that come into play with really any sport that you can think of. You have to be able to hold your fixation on targets accurately, jump your eyes between targets, and then smoothly follow targets as well with really any sport. And there's a whole slew of ways that we can evaluate your ocular motor skills. Some of them are very simple, where we just watch your eye movements. We, we have you fixate on a target, and we watch if you are on the target, if you're off, if you can hold that fixation steadily, or if you're a little unsteady and losing fixation. Uh, we can watch your eyes as we, have, we direct you through jumping between targets, and then we can also watch your eyes as you're smoothly following targets for us. That really gives us a lot of information into how you are scanning and tracking. There are a lot of really cool technological pieces out there, though, that a lot of doctors that are involved in vision therapy or sports vision evaluations do have in their office. 
Uh, some of the common things you may uh, come across are physiographs or right eye technology. And these instruments are really cool because they can essentially take a recording or a snapshot of what your eyes are doing while you're viewing a target and you're making these eye movements. I know Dr. Z and I have the Visograph in our office and it is such a great piece of technology. Using this piece, we have you read a paragraph of reading to yourself and the, you have to wear these goggles that are taking a recording of how your eyes are moving while you're doing that reading. And it is so cool to see what people are actually doing when they read. The people you know, say that they're losing their place, but they don't always really know what that means or it's hard to verbalize. And when we can show them in the recording how they're jumping all over the place, jumping from one line to the next or consistently jumping from the end of a line to the end of the next line, then going all the way back across to find the beginning of the line again, it's, it's a really cool piece to show them what their eyes are doing. Yeah, and I, I think that it, it really sends the message home for um, other people, maybe not the athlete or the, or the student, that the parent or the coach can actually see why the person is underperforming or overperforming, right? It, it really is a great visual for everybody involved to see how their eye movements are moving. And the cool thing about these technological advances that we have is that we can really track any improvement. And to remember for athletes, sometimes little improvements make big impacts during their game. So these, these different devices are super cool to be able to track the athlete and their progress. So the next area is contrast sensitivity, which is the ability to discern the foreground from the background. And that really is important in sports, especially if you're playing outdoor sports that have changing light, right? We've all seen a baseball game where the sun starts to come down and you see the outfielder kind of looking around trying to find that ball. So we look at how sensitive can you make those little, little distinguishing factors between the foreground and the background. And that that is something that not everybody looks for, but one that is really, really important in our athletes. Yeah, I think you bring up a really great point that the visual environments that athletes are playing in you know, are very unique and are, are not the same as what your typical eye exam room is set up like. Like for example, a contrast sensitivity chart, it has really dark black letters on a white background. And those letters, as you go down the lines, they gradually become lighter and lighter and lighter, more and more gray, so that the, the white background and the gray letters are harder to discern between the two. Um, and that's very different than how we typically check what your vision is, right? All the screens or charts that you look at in an eye exam, it's a nice dark white background with that dark black letter. And it's not really assessing if you were able to discern those smaller changes. Right. And, and it, it really, for an athlete, it really varies. You know, if you're going, if you're traveling, it, your, your home field is different than any other field that you play on and there's going to be different lighting and that really uh, is something to, to really look at. So um, it's a good area for the evaluation to really understand how the athlete is seeing. The next thing that's really important for athletes is timing and reaction time. And this really kind of involves all these previous skills that we've talked about really being on point, right? In order to see targets accurately, judge where they are accurately in space, focus on them properly, scan and track between them properly to then be able to react to them properly, right? So if all, any of those visual skills have any deficits in them, then it's going to infect your timing and reaction time. 
in whatever sport that you are playing. And this is where in sports, you know, the visual skills and the motor skills really come together because you have to visually see where you are accurately to then be able to generate the proper motor response to respond. Right. And this is really key that the eyes have to lead the body. And if the visual system or the eyes are have a slip, the body and the reaction isn't going to be accurate or efficient. And that's really how and why this piece of the evaluation is really, really important. And how do we evaluate this in a few different ways. Um, one of the best ways is with um, synaptic technology that we had Dr. Klosterman on a few episodes ago, and they have a great platform to really look at reaction time in multiple ways. So that is a really great baseline for a lot of the athletes. The next area that we want to talk about is central peripheral awareness. For every athlete playing, no matter the sport, you have to have good central peripheral integration. And what does that mean, right? Like, what are you talking about? We often think about, oh, we are focused on one thing at a time, but really our visual system has multiple systems working simultaneously together that help us keep a steady and single percept of the world. And if we can't pay attention to what's going on in front of us, but also seeing what's going on around us, we're not going to be very successful athletes. So we look at how well can you attend to central and peripheral? Um, some ways that we do this is uh, with, it's something called the Wayne, I know we use the Wayne Saccadic Fixator, where there is a central target and you have to see how well, you can click on targets all around. And a lot of platforms like Synaptic or even the Sanit Vision Integrator have these platforms to really look at that central peripheral integration. And this is an interesting one because we find that when an athlete has a concussion, they often have a hard time reintegrating that central and peripheral information. And from a therapy standpoint, that's an area that we work with our concussion patients a lot and to get them back on track. So having strong central peripheral awareness and skills is really important. I mean, think about even just a basketball player, right? You're, you're focusing on getting to the hoop, but you have to be able to see all of the players running around you and see where your player is going. If you have to pass it, if you have to shoot it and think about all of those pieces to that puzzle in order to be a successful basketball player. Yeah, such a crucial piece. And I usually talk to my patients about um, with central peripheral awareness, it's such a crucial skill for even just driving too, mm -hmm. just for the layperson or athletes that are driving in their sport. Um, similarly, you have to think about how much is going on around you, but really focus in on just that car in front of you and that traffic light, but still be aware of the other lanes and the signs passing you. Mm -hmm. And it's such an important skill that we all use throughout our day. Yeah. The final area that is commonly looked at during a sports vision evaluation are your perceptual skills. And this we did a whole episode previously on, we could talk all day about perceptual skills. Um, what that essentially means is your visual processing system. So once our eyes gather all this information through all these other areas that we talked about, then your, your brain has to do something with all the information. It has to process it, make sense of it, and then remember it. So there's a few very specific uh, parts of perceptual skills that really come into play with sports. 
One subset of perceptual skills that's really important to many sports is span of recognition. And this essentially means how much visual information you can hold on to at a time. And this is really important for athletes. They have to be able to take in chunks of visual information coming at them, process it very, very quickly, and then respond to it. And they have to be doing this under very stressful situations. So that system has to be working super hard and accurately for them. Yeah, and related to that is working memory, because I, I think of working memory as like hold and utilize, right? So span of recognition is the hold piece, and then the memory piece is how do you utilize that? So I like to think of working memory in terms of like a quarterback. They have to have all of these plays in their mind's eye, and then they have to execute and utilize that memory, knowing where their players are, but also integrating active information coming in as well. So being able to do, think of it as like multiple things at a time and do that really well and under very stressful situations, like you said. So we look at these perceptual skills to see if there's any slip in those systems. And because all of this is learned, they can improve upon it and how they utilize their their visual skills, which is really, really cool. And the last perceptual skill is visualization. And this is one of my favorite ones because you have to visualize many things in sports to be successful because you have to visualize where you see the play going or where you want the ball to go, where you want your car to go. And you have to be able to see that um, and see how it can play out. And, you know, you have to be able to visualize where people are coming in and coming out. And it really is such a critical skill in, in the present moment, right? You have to be able to actively visualize, but even furthermore, being able to visualize how you want the game to go and how you want to be successful in your sport is as equally as important as being able to visualize where you want the ball to go or what needs to happen in order to get to X, Y, and Z. So visualization is really important. And I encourage anybody listening um, to go back to our episode that we did with Jackie about breathing and visualization, because that is such a critical piece to being successful as an athlete is being presently aware of your breathing and, and being able to visualize success and what you need to do in the game to be successful. Um, and visualization, it's surprising because a lot of athletes don't necessarily have that, that, and they don't think about it. But again, it's a, a thing that we can actively work on and improve. So as you can tell, we've done a lot of talking about all these different areas of vision for an athlete. And the evaluation is not simple and straightforward. It's not one that takes 15 minutes. It really takes probably closer to an hour, if not more than that, to really delve into the athlete and understand their needs and their weaknesses that can be improved upon. And it's really exciting when you can get to the root of why an athlete is struggling with a small area of their game and then improve upon it. And that's really what we're aiming to do for these athletes. Right. We're really big advocates for any athlete out there listening to seek out someone who specializes in sports vision and have that evaluation. Because I feel like there really are almost like two populations of athletes out there. There are the athletes who have perfectly fine visual skills. You know, things may come out somewhat normal during the evaluation, but normal is all relative, right? Mm -hmm. All these visual skills can be worked on and improved upon. So really this evaluation can really serve as 
the athlete's baseline of how they're functioning now, and all of these pieces can be worked on through vision enhancement techniques and improved upon. So any athlete out there can always improve on their game in terms of their visual skills. And then the second population are, you know, those athletes who, you know, maybe have a visual deficit going on and they, they may not realize it because they may be that person that can see 20-20, but there might be a misstep in any of these many, many areas that we talked about that could be impacting on their game. So really anyone could benefit through going through this extensive evaluation. Yeah. So we hope you all now know what goes into a sports vision evaluation. And we really wanted to bring this episode to you listeners because we're doing this whole sports vision series. So on upcoming episodes, you may hear us kind of reference these terms and pieces of an evaluation or working on these skills in therapy. And we just wanted to to kind of do a more in-depth a breakdown of what all of these things mean, especially going into our future episodes. And we are so excited to continue our sports vision series. Yeah, guys, we have, I think, baseball up first. So that will be our first sport that we'll tackle. So we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Follow us at Twin Forks Optometry on Facebook and Instagram. Join our private Facebook group, Vision is More Than 2020. Subscribe, download, and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Tune in next week to learn more about your vision.